I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My football team's got me drinking. My football team's got me drinking. Give me beer, whiskey, wine, or gin. All right, back at it again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show, our first off-season one. Little, little sad. It kind of came a little late, but here we are. The off-season has begun. We're going to talk Gianluca Busio. Heavy Gianluca Busio tonight. We've got a couple other things to talk about. Gutierrez situation, Roger Espinoza situation, and uh, there was the MLS re-entry draft today. So we got some stuff to get to, but uh, how are you guys doing? It's been a minute since we since we joined here. What are you guys up to? Doing well, but you know, part of me feels guilty that I get a little more excited about the offseason sometimes than the season. That is weird. <laughs> well, in the past, I could I could see that because it didn't, didn't end well, and there was always hope that they were going to sign a striker. So yeah, that makes sense to me. <laughs> Yeah, new players are always like, you know, Christmas presents kind of thing. Like, you just want to see, you know, like, ooh, somebody new. Okay, they're, they're not going to be a star, but somebody new. <laughs> uh, amen, well, amen. We should start off, like, shout out, finally something good happened in 2020 that uh, Seattle got embarrassed in the in MLS Cup. That was good. That was a good game, though. That's the best MLS Cup game I've seen for a while. Yeah, that was fun. It's good, you know, and the whole... It wasn't that long ago. Hashtag save the crew. So I mean, yeah, that it was it was good to see. I'm very happy for the crew. And the, okay, and the last one at the stadium. Yeah. Right. Were right. any of you a little I don't know if pissed off is the right word, but just seeing Namath there celebrating an MLS Cup and it's like really? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, odd to see that, but yeah. Whatever. Oh well. <laughs> not not just him, but also Kempen. Yeah, true. That. But that's okay. Yeah, no, I'm happy for John. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not unhappy for Nemo, but yeah, it's not like he did a lot to accomplish it. Doesn't feel right, but anyway. <laughs> but all right. Gianluca Busio. We had a new rumor today. I don't know how new it is, but we, we discovered a new rumor today <laughs> that the 18-year-old starlet for Sporting Kansas City is is in talks with and the team, the three parties are in discussion uh, with FC Barcelona. So four million. Is four million enough? It doesn't sound like it is enough. So that is actually I'm glad you asked. That was actually gonna be my first question here on this. I was under the impression that what the remember someone had offered money for him and they turned it down. And I was thinking that that number was like seven million. And now I see this that the number has apparently like gone down. I remember there was like a six, but there it could have been a seven. Right. Okay. Yeah. But it yeah, could yeah. have been euros versus dollars kind of situation too. I don't right. Know. Yeah. Something like around there. But so it is weird to me to see that that has gone down. Well, the the problem is we never really know what's true. So I mean, right. was a six million dollar offer true, or was that what uh, somebody at Sporting floated out there in order to set a benchmark? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, or this 4 million number might not be true. So exactly. And there's, there's also all kinds of conditions to it. Like, is it 4 million with, we get to keep him for another year before he goes, is it 4 million with a 50% sell on clause? Right. You know, those sort of things is things that we don't really know when we, when we hear these rumors, because most of the time people spreading the rumors don't actually know to ask those questions anyway. Yeah, we don't even really know how much we paid for Polito. So, <laughs> wait, did they release? Um, no. Did they release that this year? No, they didn't. Salaries? No. That's so weird. I didn't even. I have not even thought of that until this exact moment. Speak up, Bob. But four million does not sound like enough to me. I mean, okay, Busio, his ceiling is is pretty high, but four million doesn't seem like enough. No, I I would agree with that, I guess. But, you know, as as your article stated, Robert Russert, he yeah. is in no rush. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he's he's being very down to earth about it. And um, he definitely wants to go, as we all know. But, uh, you know, I wrote part of it. I said, I think maybe he's feeling appreciated around here. He says he feels like he owes Sporting Kansas City. Uh, since they developed him and been good to him. So who knows? He may be here another year or two. Who knows? Okay. So would you like the cynical view of that? Yes, I would. If he sticks around for another year or so throughout his contract, then he can go wherever he wants and there will be no qualifiers on who or how that, that takes place. Unless we resign him, which could happen, which could happen, but yeah. If he wants to go and there's bidders out there and he waits and Sporting doesn't sell him for a year. Now, if they re-sign him, because Sporting has actually had pretty good reputation for signing players and then when they wanted to go, letting them go. Right. You know, when it was a right deal for both sides, as yeah. long as they were still remotely contributing. I mean, you know, like they weren't a bad apple or something, which I don't think Busio would be. I think Busio would actually benefit from another year in MLS before going someplace else. Um, but, you know, it's, it would be hard to argue if somebody like Barcelona said, hey, come play for Barca B. 
because that's where he would go. He's not going to go right. be on the A team right now. Sure. So yeah, it is only one more year until until he can be gone and we get nothing for him, like Eric Palmer Brown. As Chad Smith put in one of his articles, when you're in the last six months of your contract, which if we renew his option for 2021 halfway through that season, somebody can sign him to a pre-contract and then he'd be not ours anymore. Well, we wouldn't have anything. We couldn't control it after that point. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's the way it is. Yeah. I, I was, I was pretty annoyed at the end result of Eric Palmer Brown. I understand all the circumstances that, that, it arose from but it would it would hurt to see that happen again with with Busio. well the thing was with brown was he didn't really play a whole lot when he was here anyway and, well and yeah Busio that is that is yeah. what hurt the most about that was that we saw him like eric palmer brown this huge star that we had homegrown guy he played like five games ever so that was annoying but still i don't i'm not i don't i don't really feel like Busio. we've gotten our our you know what we need out of Busio yet he's only really played a full season it's funny that you say huge star for Paula Brown. This makes me think, hmm. <laughs> well, I know, but that's what I mean. Like, it was at one point. Right, right. <laughs> now, so, I, I should say, he's he's doing fine. He's yeah. doing fine with uh, Austria win. He's doing good. He's actually getting attention from the national team again. Yeah, yeah. From yeah. what I've heard. So, back to Busio. I mean – his versatility is, is so valuable right now, especially, and this goes into something we're going to talk about. What if we don't sign Gutierrez? Yeah, we do. We do need to have that discussion. Cause that is, that is scary, but. And Espinosa. Are, and, and Roger, those, those are, those are coming up here, but so are we, are we anything else we need to cover with, with Busio? Have we forgotten anything? Well, it's not just Barcelona. It's Bayern Munich. German giants are also sniffing around. And uh, Oriente, is that who the other one was? There's a team in Italy that at least that the tweet that was out coming around today included. There's There's been multiple teams in Italy supposedly looking at right. him because of the Italian passport that makes it that much easier. But uh, Right. I do think Fiorentina was, was at least one of those teams. Of of all the places for him to go, I would I would actually prefer him to go to either Germany or Spain, not Italy for a couple of reasons, the style of play and um, the willingness for some of them to play younger players. Um, but even if, it, if he goes to Germany, Bayern's not necessarily going to play him. They might loan him to another team for him to play teams like Dortmund or, you know, they play youngsters all the time. I mean, they started a 16 year old last game. I know. See, that's, that's where, I, that's what I think is weird about Germany. It's like, I, I would love for him to go to Germany if he was going to get time with Bayern or if he was going to, like you, like you said, Dortmund or, or man, I don't know, Leipzig or Wolfsburg or, you know, there's a hand, maybe a couple teams in that league, but outside of those, I don't, I'm not sure that I, uh, you know, I think that the quality drops off after a certain point in the Bundesliga pretty hard. And I I would worry about that him just disappearing in a in an ocean of mediocrity in in the Bundesliga. Well, if he was playing, I wouldn't care about it as long as he's in the Bundesliga. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. Um, if he's playing, because he's going to go up against big teams, the top 
two, three, four, five teams, whatever the, I don't know how many actually are good there, but mm-hmm. um, it's I think it's something like five or six teams are pretty decent. Right. <laughs> there's Bayern, and then there's a few teams, and then there's a bunch of crap. Right. Um, right. And Spain has been like that too, but they've also been, they've also that the top level has broadened again. I mean, kind of like England, it's, the top level has broadened, and some of the guys, have, some of the top ones have fallen out. But um, I think Spain would be a nice fit for this style of play. Um, but if he goes, if he goes to Barcelona, he's probably not going to get any time with the first team. They're just they're, even with their struggles right now, they are still way too talented and way too deep. Right. I guess my the thing or how I see it is that. I have enough confidence in Barcelona B's, you know, just that him being in that organization that he would, you know, still get the proper guidance that he would need. You would hope, but they, they are as a club right now, Barca is pretty much struggling with a lot of things, the coaching at the top level. I don't know who the Barca B coach is quite honestly, but Mm -hmm. the coach they brought in to, for the first team is uh, not making anybody happy. So, so switching around a little bit, I mean, if you're Peter Vermees, if you're Brian Bliss, aren't you looking at this and saying, okay, Gutierrez negotiations, Busquios are back up for him. Ilya, is he a starter still? Busquios are back up for him or a replacement for him or, you know. So, Busquios is pretty important to supporting Kansas City right now. <laughs> Yes, he is, especially if the team does not iron out a couple other renegotiating tactics that they're working on right now. So even I if think, they do, even if they do, I think he's he could be very, very, very important. We don't true. know how good he's going to be when he comes back. If Rogers obviously not on the correct side of uh, the hill at this point. So they still need they still need a midfielder, even if they have those two. Right. Yes, they do. So let's uh, let's take a break real quick, and then we'll come back and talk about those two contracts that are being renegotiated. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. 
Sporting Kansas City is renegotiating with Felipe Gutierrez and Roger Espinoza, two fan favorites, two very important pieces. Um, let's start with let's start with Goody, because I'm scared about that one. Okay, so I, I'm going to ask this question, Thad. Maybe you have the answer, but you know, with COVID, it was different. Was Gutierrez around the team? You know, hanging around, coming to games, or was he not? Well, I, I never saw him at the games because I was, I didn't go around in the like the tunnels or anything. I stayed outside as much as possible. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really see that. But I will say that early in the year he was out there when we still could go to the, the training, he was out right. there. Uh, and I'm pretty sure I saw him in the background. They would release some B-roll of training. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure I saw him in the background out there jogging around and doing stuff like that to, yeah. to do what he needed to do. You um, guys are really good at – you both brought up points today that just give me the willies. Thad, you mentioned likening Busio to the Eric Palmer Brown situation. And now Bob is asking this about – if Goody is even with the team anymore. And they're both like very good points. It just kind of like freaks me out to even hear that discussion because you're right. <laughs> I don't recall, like Thad was saying, I I do remember seeing him the first part of this season, this weird season, but you know, I don't recall seeing a whole lot of him at the games that I went to. So, and yeah, but when you're in the press box, it obviously doesn't mean anything necessarily, right. but it is. Well, and especially this year those questions. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> Yeah, especially this year. It's true. But when you're in the press box, you often see players that are not in the 18 or whatever, still walking around at the games. You know, they're there. But, you know, I was just curious. I hadn't seen him. Uh, I'm pretty sure I saw on social media he was, like, training at the facility and stuff not okay. too long ago. Uh, okay. I mean, that's good. Polito's out there, like, you know, every day putting stuff on social media, <laughs> you know, massive thighs training kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> But He's I'm got pretty some sure thighs, man. That dude, I, he does. I'm like, not, I don't even blame him. Hike those shorts up, dude. Yeah, I, I'm not usually impressed by men's thighs, but yes, they are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So why is sporting renegotiating? Cost. Oh, Bob. They're worried about his injury. About thighs, I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> renegotiating the cost. Uh, no, I, yeah. So that is a good point about about Goody. Is that is that why they're doing this? Because he they paid him X amount of money and he didn't play as much as we were thinking. And now they're not sure if he's going to be able to play as much as they want in the future. I would say yes. Cause with the injury he had, it could be one of those long-term ones. It could be a Madranda one that never comes back from could be one that, okay. You know, it could be that he comes back fully fit and ready to start kicking ass in February, but we don't know that. And I, I'm sure they want to hedge their bets. They pick up the option. I'm sure it was a uh, probably a you know a, a bump in pay or something from what he was getting before. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that they want to like, hey, but who knows? Maybe they're fully fully in and they think he's a long term guy and they're trying to negotiate him for a longer term contract. <laughs> who knows? Yeah, it, the, the it's and the ability to ask those questions is not there. So it it worries me though. But I do think. I do worry that he will not come back to what he was and they will need somebody to be that role. But Thad, the idea of Polito and Gutierrez together is so compelling. Oh we my don't want gosh. that to happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, the, the idea of Polito and Kevin Molino together would be appealing too. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have too many DPs signed, you can't sign another one. So 
That's I don't know. I, I I look at it as I, I think about Polito with Russell and Busio outside of him and Felipe Gutierrez in that attacking mid. And then and then you got Gotti Kinda right behind that. Holy shit. That is a stacked attacking core. I'm sorry, but that is that is some fancy footed dudes. I'm I am ready for that lineup right there. With and only I think one Gutierrez of is, is actually going to help on the defensive end as well. I think he's a pretty smart guy in there. He defender tactically. He knows where to position himself, and he's a good tackler. So and was help deployed, on that end too. And was deployed as a defensive midfielder several times already. Right. He was, yeah. So it would be nice to have him in there. Again, I, I will say Sporting doesn't have an attacking midfielder ever. Right. But, um, having him in there and Busio, who have both played a six within the last couple of years, uh, would make him a very nice alternative to being able to come back and drop in and defend. Sure. Yeah. All right. Roger Espinoza. Let's move on to Raj. Where are we at? I mean, he's still a player. He still goes, does good things. I know. I have, I'm, I'm quite confident in that one. What quite do you mean confident you're confident in, in it? That he will be back. Okay. I would put it as greater than 50-50, yes. Oh, yeah. Obviously, Peter loves the guy. And yes. I do, too. I mean. And uh, Roger likes it here. Roger likes his Westport loft. <laughs> He does. And he's he's even more important, I think, in a sense, in the locker room with Beasler gone. You know, Bustio mentioned that Beasler, he said, was the glue, but we've always heard from numerous people that Espinoza is the glue between everybody, and he's very important in the locker room. Also, I think, did I did I not hear that Roger's significant other, the professional <laughs> player, that she is coming to the soon to be women's soccer team here? Is that if we would get into that sort of thing, yes. The one that he was dating at least for a long time. I don't know. I don't follow people's dating habits. I, I think uh, uh, scanning Instagrams, I believe that I believe they are still together or they were not <laughs> too long ago. So yeah. And she would be part of the group that's returning with the NWSL team to Kansas city. Yeah. yeah, That so worked out so well for Dom and his wife while she was here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it worked out for them in Orlando, didn't it? <laughs> it were on the same team in Orlando. For a while. Um, but but anyway, um, go ahead, Ben. You know, you're, you're saying about how people talk about Roger. I, I swear, every young guy that I've talked to on the team, I'd say, like, you know, has anybody taken you under your wing, under their wing, and, you know, showed you the ropes, and, you know, who's helped mentor you and things like that? And every single one of them, regardless of the position they played, would say Roger Espinoza. Yep. He's the one that would, uh, you know, go and if somebody was sitting by themselves, he would go sit down with them uh, at lunch to make sure they were brought into the team. So he's that guy. And I can fully see them keeping him on even after he retires as a player in some sort of role like that. I don't know what you would call it, but I can see them doing that, but. It would be great to see him as an assistant coach at some point, you know. Oh yeah, I, I don't know if that's something he wants to do. Right. Um, that's that's what I was gonna say. He he definitely would. You know, the motive. The he's a motivator. He is a great locker room guy. He's got all that. But I'm, you know, not that I know him very well, but I do just have. Yeah, I'm not sure that that even would be something that he'd be into. 
there's um what I would there's one thing I would like to see in it. You know, it's whether or not the team wants to spend this money in some way, shape, or form. But uh, uh, what was the Seattle guy? It was here, Brad um, Smith. 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 No. Uh, when, when Brad Evans. Brad, Brad, Brad Evans. Evans. Right. Yeah. Sorry. And um, also Brad Davis. That confused me for a second. <laughs> Different. But team. when he went, he after he retired, he like traveled around for a while. But Seattle gave him a um, a Sounders ambassador role. Mm-hmm. So he's part of the club, and you know gets to go do stuff with fans and be that relationship and stuff like that. I, you know, I think uh, a Beasler and Espinoza kind of hopefully they some point they can be in that role so they stay with the club after they're done playing you know Beasler will probably go play for Austin or someplace else and you know for another year or two or whatever and then when he comes back to Kansas City I hope they can have some kind of role for him like that so we all feel pretty good about Roger coming back I I meant to ask that about Gutierrez you're Thad you said better than 50 50 for Roger where are you at for Goody I'll say better than 50-50 for him, too. Uh, okay, just, good. You just made not, me feel better. Not yeah. quite. N- not as high a level as confident. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I do have, there are people that will probably scoff at this, but I have I have confidence in this front office, and it seems like if they want those two players back, then I, I feel like they're going to get them back. They're, but going back to the first half of our pod with, with Busio if they could sign him to a couple year deal or several year deal with the understanding that they would transfer him when he wanted to go, he, they, if they don't get that done, if they don't get Goody done, if they, even if they do get Roger done, he, they still need midfielders. They need Mm -hmm. people to play. Gotti Kenda. Yes. Great. Felipe Hernandez, but they need people to challenge all of those spots and, Mm -hmm and play that may, you know, maybe he was even better than them. So. Well, in the transfer window, isn't that what we focused on? We had rumors, rumors anyway, that they were looking at midfielders and guys that could also play, maybe play a left back too, but uh, they were looking at midfielders mostly it seemed. Yeah. I I imagine, I imagine most people are looking for a center back as well. Right. Well, of course. (laughs) Two, 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 (laughs) two, three, four, five of them, maybe minimum (laughs) of two. Uh, but so okay yeah so let's I don't want to get too far into that we will uh, it's in the it's in the plans to do an actual season review season wrap up podcast we'll talk about favorite moments what we need in the off season et cetera et cetera uh, but we'll do we'll do that one later let's um we uh, a couple more bits to get to here today was the expansion draft nope sorry not expansion draft MLS reentry draft <laughs> there's so many of them phase one phase one. <laughs> yeah, the first phase. Uh, and Sporting KC did actually make a selection. 26-year-old keeper Kendall McIntosh. And you see the reaction of my co-host there <laughs> on how important of a signing that was. Well, with Pulse Camp gone, we needed somebody, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. Pulse Camp's still here. No, who did I mean? Sanchez. Sanchez. Oh, that's right. Sanchez. Sorry, my fault. Dick the Stash Sanchez. <laughs> Um, no, I, I like that guy, but I don't think he was the greatest keeper in the world. He wasn't as bad as what we maybe thought he was, but, um, he was, it's just, it's just guys that they're going to bring in to be backups and, uh, fill in for a game or two off the bench when, if Tim gets hurt sort of thing. I think Pulse Camp is more the keeper of the future, um, unless somebody proves me wrong at some point and they got yeah, Sanchez, Sanchez kind of got thrown in the ring of fire there, didn't he? 
Yeah. Um, and Pulse Camp probably is a better keeper long term than Sanchez. And they have a couple of keepers at Swope Park and in the academy that could be better also. So it, it'd be, I think they're just, you know, rotating backup guys. But this is like the fourth time they've taken a keeper in uh, the reentry draft. Uh, Alec Khan, uh, Dykstra, Sanchez, and now what's this guy's name again? Macintosh. Uh, <laughs> Macintosh. Macintosh. He, he, most of his games have been with uh, Portland Timbers too. Otherwise, I think he had like an open cup game for Portland or New York. One of the, you know, he's, he, I've seen him play because I saw him play against Swope Park and I remember him, I went back and found some photos. So I kind of triggered a memory, but he was, uh, he wasn't bad. He wasn't like, you know, super stud, but he wasn't bad. So. Okay. You guys got any other final thoughts here? I mean, it's going to be interesting to see where Beasler ends up. Um, and yeah. I don't know if we'll pick up any free agents, but that all started today or yesterday, I think. It has begun. Yeah. Well, it's, should they even go for a free agent out of MLS? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I think that's a really big question. The, the free agents out of MLS have not been the most entertainingly successful players for sporting. Well, it is a bigger pool now than it used to be. It is. Yep. Bigger pool and bigger every year. Not as old. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's not been the best success so far for that. All right. Well, good to be back with you gentlemen. Well, let's do this. We'll everyone come up with some good ideas for our, your favorite moments of your, of the, of this season. And we'll, we'll do, we'll give the, give the people a season review pod. All right. Sounds good. And maybe we'll have more news to talk about next time too. Yes. By then maybe some action will have happened. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. by the I, way did, did you see that austin fc just paid 1.25 million for alex ring i did that's where i thought beesler might be going to right yep they don't have to pay for him though yeah <laughs> is ring worth that according to claudio arena he is he's the one who signed him originally from kaiser Slaughter, so that are you saying you know more than claudio arena <laughs> No, I just asked your opinion if he was worth that. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, like I said, we'll be back with a, uh, a season wrap-up pod for you. But in the meantime, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC and join us at thebluetestament.com. Check out Robert's recent article on Gianluca Busio, a, an original interview. Look at us. Look at us journalism. Look at that. All right. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll talk soon. Go Sport Night! Just been sent off Some part of strong and all Guns off my fun fun tings Got me drinking My fun fun tings Got me drinking My fun fun tings Got me drinking Give me real whiskey When I'm gin Anything to shake this foot I'm in My fun fun tings Got me drinking My fun fun tings Got me drinking Yeah.